push forward. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. But I will maintain my own ways before him. And so as I read that, like I say, that implies that you have a way. You have a way of being with God. Right? And so in my preparation, I say, God, I'm going to I'm going to push forward. I'm going to push forward in the ways that you have shown me over the years that you have shown me. I'm going to push forward in the ways that you have shown me that work. And so tonight I want to talk to y'all about what does the way consist of? Right? How you going to push forward and you don't know like you don't know the way? And that's why I asked that question. Do you, do you know the way? How you going to push forward in this new year, right? And this is what we do every year at, the, at this time of year. We get ready, right? We get the resolutions. We get ready, right? But I don't just like, I don't, I don't want to just go in the new year and just do some random things. I want to I wanna push forward in Christ. I want to push forward in holiness. I want to push forward in, in everything that he has for me in every area of my life. I want to push forward. And so that's not just that's not just a random thing. God gave me. I, I sat on this y'all for all, for almost a month. I sat on this word for almost a month, and that and that push means something. And so I'm only gonna give you P tonight. You're gonna have to come back for US and H. I'm, I'm only gonna give you P tonight, glory. But I, this this is me in 2023. I wanna I wanna push forward. And on tonight, I'm just gonna give you the P. And and, and the P. It's purity. In 2023, I want to I push forward in purity. Like, I, I want to, I wanna, you might be saying, Pastor, we, if you ain't clean, ain't nobody. I want to I be clean. I want to be clean. I want to be pure. Like, I, I, want, I, I want all my spots and I want all my wrinkles to, to start disappearing, right? I want all my crooked places to start becoming straight glory. Right? And don't try to compare yourself to other people. You know what God, you know what you need fixing. Don't try to compare your, your wrinkles might not look like my wrinkles and your spots might not look like my spots. But God is telling us to push forward in 2023. And the P is purity. There are 99 references in the King James Version. That uses the word pure. And the majority of these references are references to materials either used to build the temple or worship in the temple. Right? So that tells me that when God is building something, when God is working on something, he doesn't use materials, glory, that's going to take the product. He doesn't use materials that's going to that's going to bring his name shame, right? When you walk into a fancy restaurant, you expect to see quality things, right? So imagine it stepping in the presence of God. You're going to imagine that that thing is going to be pure, right? It's not going to be dirty. It ain't going to be no roaches crawling around. It ain't going to be stuff breaking and, and, and cracked and mildewed. It's going to be something that's pure. 99 references. 
You got Exodus 25 and 11. And it reads, and y'all can stay seated, and it reads, and thou shalt overlay it with pure gold. Within and without shalt thou overlay it, and shall make upon it a crown of gold round about. That's in reference to the Ark of the Covenant. God said, you know, you're going to carry my word. You're going to carry this manner, which is my provision. You're going to carry the, 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 the Aaron Moses' rod in here, which is me making a way for you, which is me performing miracles for you. Like, you're going to carry this right in. You're going to carry this in this ark, and this thing is going to be overlaid with pure gold. And I'm like, God, whatever you got me carrying, whatever you want to put inside of me, right, it got, I got to be pure to carry the things of you. I gotta be clean to carry the things of you. I, I don't. I don't want to put. I don't want Jonathan to put a stain on the things that God wants to do. I want when people when, when people see me, they see a God that's real. They see a God that's powerful. They see a miracle performing God, a, 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 a God that that, that, that provides provision. I say when he sees me, like I want to reflect everything that he is. I'm not putting myself. On his level, I'm saying if I'm going to be a vessel, then I need to be a pure vessel. The Bible says, how are you going to put new wine? Right? How are you going to put new wine in old wine skin or old wine bottles? I want to be pure. You got scriptures like Leviticus 24 and 2. It say, command the children of Israel that they bring unto thee pure olive oil beating for the light to cause the lamps to burn continually. Those were for the lamps that were in the temple. They couldn't just bring any old oil. You couldn't, you, you, you got to get the top shelf oil. You, can, you can't get the oil that's on the bottom. Y'all understand, you done had fried chicken cooked in the good oil, and you done had fried chicken cooked in the bad oil. When it comes to the things of God, God is looking for purity. And so once we get past those 99, once we get past those things that God is either using to build or he's using to show us how to worship, all of those references start to talk about the purity of his word. His word is pure. Think about our speech. The same mouth that we just used to, to bless God with on tonight soon as we get mad, we use it to curse. We use it to tear somebody down. When it comes to God, he does not do that. When you get the revelation, he say, because you were neither hot nor cold, but lukewarm, I spew you out. His word is pure. When he says something, he means it. He's not a man that he should lie. So when I say I'm pushing forward in 2023 and I'm talking about purity, that means if he's trying to build something in my life, it's got to be pure. That means if he's trying to cultivate praise and worship in my life, it has to be pure. The word tells us that if we're going to worship him, it must be in what? Spirit and in what? Truth. It's got to be pure. We can't halfway do it. We can't halfway do it. So we get references like Psalms 12 and 6. The words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. His word has been through the fire, y'all. 
It's been through the Depression. It's been through World War One. It's been through World War Two. It's been through Vietnam. It's been through COVID. It's been through anything that you can imagine, and His Word is still standing. When everything else burns, His Word is still going to stand. His Word is pure. It has been tried. You can trust Jesus. Taste and see. Taste and see that the Lord is good. You can count on his word. It won't let you down. I don't know why we believe that his word is going to let us down. He says exactly what he means. You get verses like Psalms 19 and 8. The statutes of the Lord are right. You know, as your pastor, I love y'all, and, and I would never intentionally lead you astray. I'm going to tell you the best that I can, but I can't say that I'm always right. I can't say that I'm 100% always right, but his word is right. So if I'm going to be an effective minister, I got to know his word. I got to preach his word. I got to teach his word. His statutes are always right. Rejoicing the heart. When you get a good word, no matter what you're going through, it rejoices your heart. Even when you're grieving, when you get a good word, it rejoices your heart. Your friends can't do that for you. Your friends can pat you on the back. Your spouse can buy you a gift. You can get some unexpected money, right? But when those things run out of those people gone, then what you going to do? But God's word never fails. It's been tried, tested, and it's true. And when you get it, it will rejoice your heart no matter what you're going through. The commandments of the Lord are pure, enlightening the eyes, right? The Bible tells us that his word is a lamp. It's a lamp unto our feet. So when I say I'm pushing forward, right? When I, when I say I'm pushing forward, I don't want to talk about nothing that ain't, ain't about the word. Right. I don't want to talk about nothing that ain't about the word. I don't want to talk about nothing for the Holy Ghost. I don't want to talk about nothing that ain't the word. Because that's what's going to sustain. That's what's going to keep. That's what's going to save. That's what's going to deliver. That's what's going to set free. Push forward. You're going to continue to stay in your mess. Unless you push forward. You're going to continue to stay angry. Unless you push forward. You're going to continue to play the blame game. Unless you push forward. In the peace period. You got to be clean. You got to be clean. You got to be clean. The Bible say don't try to. Cast the mold. Don't try to get that sleep out of somebody else's eye until you what? Till you clean your own eye. Don't tell me about my boogers till you clean your nose. In order to walk the way God wants you to walk, you got to be clean. You got to be pure. You got to desire to want to be where he is and be like he is. And so once we get past those references, it's amazing how the word works. Then the word begins to shift. The references to purity start to talk about who can make us pure. Who can make us pure? Right? How can we be pure in light of our sins? Right? Okay, so Pastor, you're telling us about purity, but how do I become pure? 
Proverbs 20 and 9 says, who can say I have made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. None of us can. Who, who, which one of you can say I made myself clean? Which one of y'all say I just decided I'm going to be clean? You got too much dirt on you. I got too much dirt on me, right? So in order to push forward, right, I need somebody. And if I want to be pure, I need somebody to make me pure. I need somebody to clean me, to clean me. Nothing but the blood. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. That blood, mom. Proverbs 20 and 11 tells us even a child is known by his doing, whether his work be pure or whether it be right. Stop trying to pretend like don't nobody know you. You, you, Your life is speaking for you. Your life is letting people know whether you've got a pure heart or not. Your life tells on you. It tells on you. It tells on you. It show up in your face. It show up in your body. Right? Here's a book. Y'all read it sometime. It's called The Body Keeps the Score. It tells on you. Your body tells how you live. Who can make us pure? Oh, wretched man that I am. Come on now. Oh, wretched man that I am. Who can deliver me? Who can deliver me from this, this body of death, of sin? Push forward. Push forward. If you don't push forward, you're going to die. The wages of sin is death. If you don't push forward, if you don't say, God, make me clean. If you don't say, God, fix me up. If you don't say, God, repair me, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. I, 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 um, my wife and my niece were talking about me this week. She's like, he be acting like he about to go in, but then when he started correcting, he did be so sweet. And I was telling my wife, I was telling her, I said, you know, I'm at the point now where I don't, I don't have to fuss and fight to try to hurt your feelings. But I want you, any one of y'all want to look me in my eye? I mean, when I say the wages of sin is death, hell is real. I don't have to make you feel bad. To tell you the truth. Who can clean us up? And so then we go into the prophets. And when the prophets start to get to purity, right? They begin to tell us how God is going to clean his people. They begin to tell us how, even though they are in the midst of all this idolatry, even though they are in the midst of Captivity. God is going to clean them up and he's going to bring them back home. Right? He's going to wipe away, right? He's going to take away all of these things that's making us unpure. We get verses like Malachi 1 and 11. From the rising of the sun, even until the going down of the same, my name shall be great amongst the Gentiles in every place, incense, that's praise shall be offered unto my name in a pure offering, for my name shall be great among the heathen. 
saith the Lord of hosts. God is a purifier. He's trying to do it. He's trying to clean us up at all times. On the way here, I don't, I don't know why God gave me this analogy. I don't know if it's an analogy or whatever it is, but I was just thinking, right, how you can have your best outfit on. And if you step in a little bit of poop, you're going to smell it. It might be on one shoe, and that's the only thing. Just on the tip. Y'all ever drop some onions in your car from off your hamburger? One little onion under the seat. And you get back in that car, the whole car stank. That's how sin does us. We thinking it's something little, right? And all the rest of this stuff can be looking good and smelling like it can be it can be immaculate. But God ain't gonna let that poop in the heaven. He ain't going to let that stink in the heaven. Every knee going to bow. Every tongue going to confess. Amen. You got to be clean. In order to push forward, you got to be clean. Amen. And so by the time we get, and so by the time we get to the New Testament, the focus of purity becomes a pure conscience and a pure heart. We get verses like Matthew 5 and 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So that implies that the unpure in heart shall not see God. And what I love about when you get to verses like this, what I love about when you get to the New Testament and the focus becomes pure conscience and pure heart is because Jesus has already done the heavy lifting at this point. Or in this verse, he's telling them, right? He's telling them, he's giving them this sermon, right? And when I preached this series and I put that, the first one, I put that chair down in the thing and I said, imagine Jesus sitting in the chair in front of you and Jesus saying, I'm going to preach to you today. I'm going to talk to you today. I'm going to teach you today. I'm going to minister to you today. And in that sermon, he he decided to include verses like Matthew 5 and 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, right? He says, this is important. I'm trying to show you. When I preached that series, the series was about how to maximize. How to maximize the happiness in your life. How to push forward. And Jesus is telling us that if you're going to push forward, if you're going to maximize, if you're going to... Get the most out of the little years, right? Because the Bible tells us that our life is a vapor. If you're going to get the most out of your time on this earth, you got to be pure. you got to be clean. We get verses like 1 Timothy 1, 5 and 6. Now the end of the commandment is charity, which is love out of a pure heart. Y'all, you... You don't know what love is till your heart get clean. You think you know. You think you know. Why do you think so many relationships go left? Why do you think so many marriages fail? Why do you think so many children got trauma? Because people don't know how to love. They don't know how to love. You don't know how to love till you get to know Jesus. 
Like that song say, you don't know how to love, you don't know how to love for real until you get to know Jesus. You think you know what love is. How many for how many how many daddies y'all y'all know out there who think if I buy my children this, that equals love? How many mamas out there y'all know and say if I just be my daughter friend, that equals love? Right? They don't need a friend, they need love, they need correction, they need guidance, they need Jesus. The end of the commandment is love out of a pure heart and a good conscience. At the end of the day, right, at the end of this physical day, when you lay your head on that pillow, you want to feel like I did right by God today. At the end of this physical, and I stress physical day, right, because there's going to come a time, right, there's going to come a time to the end of your spiritual day, right? That's why the Bible tells us to work while it's what? Day. Because night cometh when what? No man. No man shall work. At the end of the day, you want to you want to know that you have loved out of a pure heart and out of a good conscience and of faith unfeigned. Why the faith unfeigned? The faith unfeigned means, right, I have done all of this even when, Lord, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I have loved with a pure heart and, I, and I'm laying down with a good conscience. Even though I don't know how this thing gonna turn out, I still trust him. I still trust you. Though you slay me, yet will I maintain my. Though you slay me, when I lay down, like I'm going. Even though everybody in my circle treat me wrong, I'm gonna maintain my way because at the end of the day, I want to be able to say I loved out of a pure heart and out of a good conscience, and my faith is not wavering. That's pushing forward. That's pushing forward. Right. And if you ain't pushing forward, you stuck. You stuck. And so now I come to the part of the sermon where I oh I gotta finish reading ten. Six verse. Right? Timothy's or Paul says, right, you gotta do all of these things with a pure heart and a good conscience with faith unfeigned, from which some Having swerved and turned aside into vain jangling. I said, I said, King James, I like that. That sounds like a word we need to jangling. Folks out here jangling. Y'all out here just jangling. Y'all ain't acting right. It's vanity. Y'all out here cutting up. Y'all have swerved away from the way. Y'all have y'all have left the way. Y'all have left purity. I hear jangling. Y'all have turned aside from what God wants and what He desires. Lord, I'm trying to push forward in 2023. I'm trying to push forward. I want to be able to forgive. In order to forgive, I gotta be clean. Because them dirty spots ain't gonna let them dirty spots gonna have you in your pride. Them dirty spots gonna have you in your feeling. Them dirty spots gonna have you angry. Them dirty spots gonna have you holding a grudge. You got to be clean if you want to forgive for real. So purity is the first obstacle in the way of your forward progress. You got to be clean. So here, as I close, so you can get ready to me. As I close, I got four questions for y'all. I got four questions for y'all to take into 2023. Right? Our first references to purity 
had to deal with the temple and the things of worship. So as you go into 2023, I want you to ask yourself, what am I building? And what am I using? Is it pure? What am I building? Right? Is it a marriage? Is it a business? Is it children? Is it a legacy? What am I building? And what am I using? Is it pure? God don't build with garbage. God don't build with garbage. God don't build with secondhand products. God don't use cheap stuff. God uses the best. If you're going to build something, it's going to be the best. That's why we eat off real plates over here. Y'all thinking, y'all might be thinking, why don't we have to do all that? No, it's the best. Right? At least I think it is. At least I think it is. I, I, I want y'all to feel like you, like you royalty, right? You a king's kid. I, I want it to be the best. Why? Not because I'm trying to show off because I love you. Amen. As your pastor, I want you to have the best. I want you to feel pan- like I want you to feel pampered, right? Not that you would say, oh, look what our pastor do. Like, I want you to say at the end of the day, I want you to say, God is good. Look how my God treats me. Look how he provides for me. Look what he like, look what he does for me. And because of that, he didn't have he didn't have to do it. But he did it anyway. So that makes me love him even more. What are you building and what are you using? Is it pure? If I'm if I'm if I'm trying to build a church for God's glory, right? I gotta use the good. I gotta use the pure word. I gotta use love. I gotta use kindness. I gotta use meekness. I gotta use temperance. I gotta use. I gotta use the best stuff. I gotta use all the fruits. It gotta be the best, right? I gotta if I want if I want it to stand. If I want it to last, it's gotta be pure. Here's your second question for 2023. After our first references, the references begin to turn about turn to the purity of God's word. So here's your question. In 2023, what role does the word of God play in your life? Is it pure? Or do you pick parts of the word and cut some of the words off? Y'all know that's diluting stuff, right? There's a sermon on that too. Right? You got to use the whole word. You got to use the whole Bible. Not just the parts you like. Not just the parts you want to use to prove your point. Use the whole thing, right? In 2023, as you push forward, what role is the word of God going to play in your life? And is it pure? Is it clean? Are you rightly dividing the word of truth? Or are you making it fit your scenario? Because my Bible tells me you're not supposed to subtract or add to what God says. Amen. Bro, gonna get y'all the address for that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ain't my gift, but God got a ram in the bush, so it don't have to be my gift. Thank you, Lord. Your third question for 2023. Right? So, from the, the references to the temple to the references to God's word, it becomes who can make us clean. So, here's your question. If the word, if if the word, if God, if Jesus is not the way for you to push forward in 2023, how is you plan on getting clean? Please tell me. In 2023, if what I said, if that's not the way, how do you plan on getting clean? How 
How do you plan on dealing with your sins if what I'm preaching is not the truth? Please tell me. What's your plan for purity? What's your plan for purity? What, what, what plan you got that's going to save souls? Hallelujah. If the word is not the way. Right? I'm telling you, if the word is not the way, y'all, I'm lost. I'm done for. I'm done for. If, if what I've been preaching, if what I've been living by since I was 24 years old is not the way, I'm lost. I'm done for. I don't have any more answers. I don't really see a point of being alive. I don't, I don't see a point like what all this, I can't take this stuff with me. There is no answer for the afterlife. There is no answer for pain and suffering. There is no answer for grief. There's no, there's no answer for why bad things happen to good. Like my whole everything, my whole world, my whole life falls apart if the if God's word is not true. I say let His word be true, and every other man be a lie. That's what I say. I say this day I'm gonna choose the Lord. That's what I say. It's the only thing. I, and I was before I got saved, I was out there searching for the answer. This is the only thing that has ever made sense to me. And it has not let me down yet. So if the word is not the way, how else you plan on getting clean? What's your plan for purity? And here's our final question. Here's our final question. Because when we get to the New Testament, it becomes about a pure heart and it becomes about a pure conscience. Because blessed are the pure heart, they shall see God. So in 2023, right? If you if if we live and if we in this building and we live to make it to 2023 and just so happen that in 2023 God calls us home. In 2023. If he calls us home in the new year, he said, Come on. Come on, it's time. Your time is up. Will your heart and will your mind betray you on judgment day? Will God find you pure? We praising them for crossing over, right? But that don't mean we promised all of 2023. Right? Why not today? Why not? If you, if you have not given your life to the Lord, why not today? If you've walked away from your relationship, why not? To, why, why is it tonight the night to walk back? If you've fallen out of step with God, why, why is not tonight the night to make a decision to change? There's stuff in your life, in your marriage, with your children. With If you've just been making mistake after mistake after mistake, why not tonight? Because you're not promised tomorrow. If God calls you home, will he find you pure? Will he find you clean? And I ain't even got to the U.S. and I ain't yet. This is just the first step forward. Lord, renew in me a what? Right? In a right what? Come on, today is the, the, the first step in pushing forward. Purity. Clean. I want to be clean. I don't, I don't want to take this mess that's in me into the next year. I don't want to take this mess. Like I want to push forward. I don't want to take this with me into the next year. Amen? Amen. Y'all come on in and give the Lord a hand for his word. Amen. Hallelujah. Push forward.
talking about me. This this sermon is important to me because I'm like I like the word is to me first. The word is to me first. And it's like I'm like I'm just tired. Mentally, right? In the in the Lord. You know, a couple of Sundays ago, you just renewing, re- like he renewed, and it's like life just come and try to snatch that right back from you, right? And so I know it's gonna be hills, and I know it's gonna be valleys, and I know it's gonna be trials, and it's gonna be tribulations. And the Bible says that it rains on the just and the unjust alike. Like I know I'm going through, and so I was just God was just like, look, you gotta push forward. Like you just like you just. Just like I told you, if this if this ain't it, I don't know what it is. So he like he like he was just talking to me like I know how I, I get what you're saying. I know how you're feeling, and you know the word, and you know I'm not gonna leave you or forsake you. And I know you're getting your feelings, and I know you feel this way. And I know some of y'all think pastor don't have feelings, but I do. I know y'all think pastor don't get tired, but I do. Right? Because y'all don't see me get out of character. Right? She see it. She know what I'm out of like when I'm venting mode. But I, the word always, it always draws me back. And God was just like, look, you just gonna have to push forward. See, and, but then I don't stop right there. I say, okay, God, push forward. What that mean? I know I got to keep going, but you got to explain to me what that mean. And so as I'm thinking about these letters, I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, is the H for Holy Ghost? Is it for... And I'm telling my wife, I said, I sat on it for a month. Like, you got to show, like, I need specifics. You're going to have to show me what you mean, right? And so, this sermon is important to me because it's the desire. This is my testimony, God. This is the desire of my heart. When I think about people, I want to lie. I don't, when, I, when I think about it, I'm not just talking about y'all. When I think about people, I want to see the what if. And what I mean by that, I want to see the I want to see the what if God. Like I'm tired of focusing on like it gets to the point where all you see is negative and all you think is negative and all you think is stress and all you think is worry. Like, Lord, just make me clean. Make my like if the world got bad intentions, that's fine, but make my intentions good. Make how I love good. Make my conscience good. Make me clean. Right? I want to be able to say, send me, I'll go without murmuring. Or say, or when he say, send, I want to say, send me, I'll go without saying, you talking to me, God? Is that, is that really what I want? I want to be clean. you come.